They started with destination fear. Dakota, Chelsea, Tanner, and Alex. They moved on to Project Fear. On this episode of Survivor Angels, an exclusive interview with Chelsea Layton, who's gone solo. Yes, she has gone rogue from the guys. And she's going to give us a look behind the scenes, tell us about some of the joys and the challenges, and even give us a glimpse of how the angels protect her. Coming up next. It's time for Survivor Angels, an approach to strengthen trauma survivors. Here, you can escape what draws negativity and engage your positive abilities and the gifts that you've always had. Let's activate your angels. And to help you on that journey, here's Chaplain Jody. This is probably one of my most exciting podcasts that I have ever done. With me today is Chelsea Layden from... Destination Fear, now Project Fear. And uh, in talking here ahead of time, it's like we think this is the first time she's maybe done a solo podcast. So it's yay, Chelsea. Yes. Thank you, Jody, for having me. I'm so glad that we get to do this, especially at such an exciting time. Yes. Project Fear drops Friday, June 23rd here. And we are going to do this like right before this. So it's an exclusive podcast, too. You guys have been doing this. You did, what, four seasons of Destination Fear, right? Yes. The last season was kind of cut short. It was only, I believe it was eight episodes. So it's, it doesn't feel like four seasons, but technically it was. Yes. Okay. All right. And so now you are stepping into your own. I love it. I love the <laughs> fact that you guys have total control over this. And Project Fear is going to drop on YouTube. I want to go back, though. To, to some beginnings, sure. not just with Project Fear and Destination Fear, but you and Dakota grew up in a haunted house, right? Correct. We did. So we kind of have a unique dynamic for people who might not know who we are. Um, we are four friends, lifelong friends that have been pretty much our friendships been like forged in fear or the paranormal forever. Um, so me and my brother... Um, grew up in a haunted house. Alex Strader, who originally started off as kind of our cameraman, he was still totally on camera and everything, but he was like our main camera guy um, for the overnights. Um, and then Tanner, who's our best friend. I've known him since he was born. So we're basically like siblings, whether we're birth, whether we're blood related or not, we're basically siblings. And we grew up and we were just completely fascinated by the paranormal, things that we couldn't explain. We loved getting scared together. and But at one point, it was pretty serious. Um, growing up in a home where we had paranormal activity, our house was, we built the home. So it was not a home that was already built. So we built the home. Um, my dad was actually warned about the property before he built there. It's a beautiful piece of land. It's right on a lake. It's like a small lake. And beautiful property but and he's like this in his mind this was where he wanted to make his forever home and he was warned by one of the neighbors like don't build there like it used to be animal sacrifice land and burial grounds and just weird stuff had happened on the land but he kind of didn't really think much of it but sure enough we had some pretty scary things happen in our house and 
you know, it wasn't just one person. We have five kids in my family, obviously my mom and my dad, and we all had things happen that were totally different. So it was pretty wild, but it started off our journey into the paranormal and it just kind of took off from there. So with five siblings, or a total of five. Total of five, yeah, correct. Um, yep. Especially like Dakota, did he play pranks on you or any of the rest of your brothers and sisters? <laughs> because you had all of this going on. Was that just kind of a natural thing to do? So, yeah, it's funny you say the prank thing, because I think if I could say like one of one of us siblings being the prankster it was actually me, believe it or not. <laughs> I love another just, exclusive here. <laughs> exactly. I was the prankster child, like no doubt about it. I loved like I think because I knew how like how big of an adrenaline rush it was to be scared. I thought it was so funny to just like scare people. But the house itself Oh my gosh, like I think we are all really scared. Even as like a kid, you don't really we still as adults, we don't really know what we're interacting with all the time. So it just like freaked us out, especially when it's in like the comfort of your own home. Like your home is supposed to be your solace, your your place of comfort. And when things are happening that you can't even see, it it really the it freaked all of us out. We actually had our house blessed and um everything calm down so much like all anything negative calm down in the home and so we don't really know exactly what it was but um we added that layer of protection over our home <laughs> have you ever investigated it and, uh, it's funny because when we were younger we were technically investigating we we put up cameras just like you know traditional ghost hunting equipment camera and on a tripod and we actually did catch some things in the basement for some, you know, the basement's always the scariest place, like no matter where you go. Um, but our basement definitely creeped me out for a while. One thing that I find intriguing about Destination Fear and now Project Fear is Dakota has always said that his sort of premise behind it is how we react to fear. And of course, fear a lot of times can be trauma. Right. Yeah. When he kind of pitched this to you, what went through your mind? So as far as it, like how it unfolded, it was actually unique because we obviously started off um, in, in, the, in our own home doing this. Um, we did grow up watching Ghost, Advent Ghost Adventures, Ghost Hunters, like the originals. Um, so that it was, it was something that was always there. And then um, fast forward to when I was done with undergrad, it was 2015. Um, and I was, it was during my first year or my year of playing professional hockey. So it was my gap year between undergrad and optometry school. And I was super busy. Um, and Dakota basically reached out to me and he's like, Chelsea, um, Dakota's always been a filmmaker since he was little. He's been so dedicated to, to doing this. And he's like, I have a project I really want to do with you. And it has to do with, you know, growing up, going to these haunted buildings. And it's, I want the same people that, that did it growing up as, and I want those same people to be in my project. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, sure. Like I have this week off. It was like during Christmas break or Thanksgiving break, like some time where like, it was the only break I had. And I gave him I literally said I have one week, so whatever we can jam into one week, I'll do it. 
But the, the thing is, we never slept alone before. So this was totally new to me. And he didn't even tell me about that. So this project was called Trail to Terror. And that was the original documentary that was the catalyst for Destination Fear. So long story short, we're getting closer and closer to traveling day. And I reached out to him. I'm like, hey, you know, like, what should I bring? Like, what are we doing? Like, you know, we didn't really like and like bring cameras when we went. We just kind of showed up and experienced these locations when we were young. So I was like, how's this going to work? Um, and that's when he told me, well, I was really thinking, you know, that we would be separating and sleeping alone. And I'm like, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was that was not part of the deal here. But I ended up trying it and doing it. And I totally believe that by being separated and sleeping alone, I do think it like just amplifies all of your senses and makes you like kind of in this like fight or flight mode. So I don't know if it's the, truly the paranormal that's picking up, which it seems like it, or it's just like your senses are heightened to another level. Um, so yes, Trail the Terror documentary gets picked up. Then we have Destination Fear, which we are so thankful for. And we had so much fun filming the, those four seasons. And, you know, I know when we got canceled, there was a lot of negativity surrounding the situation, but we are so thankful that we had just the platform. The The network was was so good to us when we were filming and we had such a great team um to now we're kind of on our own so that's kind of the layout what is it over 120,000 subscribers already on youtube yes yes and that's you know brings up another point um we are so thankful for the support we we definitely didn't this this brought to light this whole situation brought to light the, the magnitude and the depth of the support that we have, um, it really, I think, shocked everyone. Uh, just we're still in shock. Like I, I don't even know, have words. Like thank you just doesn't seem like enough. <laughs> but it's really cool to see so many people supporting our project and the community that's built around our content too is it's so cool. I feel like we're just a bunch of friends. <laughs> just having fun doing what you've always done. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So like when you're when you're done with a location and you're back on on the bus or the hotel room or you know wherever you happen to be, do you do kind of like a debrief where you sit down and talk about everything? Um before you probably didn't do it on camera, but maybe now you are doing that. I don't know. But do you, do you talk about it? You know, that's another awesome point. Um, I think when we were filming the show Destination Fear, it's like we just, I don't know, like I feel like we left so many things un, like talked about because we just like ended and then we just needed to sleep and then we were on to the next. And huh, it's different when we're filming on our own because we do um well one we are definitely on a tighter budget so we are like we're we're rooming together we're lodging together we're we're, we're we don't might as well yeah we we're just like condensed into smaller spaces so i feel like we do get to talk about it more um 
just being on the road together in that sense because it is different. Um, but some things we definitely feel like we have to talk about and we like have to get it out there. Like this happened. I just need an event. Um, there are other times though where I watch the episode and I'm like, you guys, what, what, where was I? Like, was I in my sleeping arrangement? These guys are funny because they are always like, they're a buddy system. Like if they get scared, they're calling. I mean, I'm sure I do the same thing, but there are people that don't get called, AKA me. So this stuff's happening. I'm like chilling in a tunnel. (laughs) Like, I don't even know what happens. That's the only downfall of separating and sleeping alone. If we don't tell each other, like, I won't find out until I watch it. (laughs) Which maybe okay, maybe not so okay. Right. It could be saving me some extra fear there by not telling me. So when we saw each other at the Michigan Paracon last year, which I'm so glad we're going to be there together again this year. I know. It's so fun. Um, Maybe I can corral the guys into doing this when we get to Michigan might be a little more relaxed at that point. Yes. But, but I'm, get, I'm getting to my point here. Um, we had talked about, you know, angels. And I said, you know, how do you guys sort of see angels? And it was Tanner right away. I said, it's a Sunday school teacher. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, when, when you're in the middle of those investigations, do you feel like you're sometimes getting protection from, you know, somewhere? Absolutely. So I am a Christian, whether I'm, I'm definitely an imperfect Christian. I'm not deaf. I'm definitely just, but I, I grew up in a Christian home. Um, it's something that I can always get better at, but I have always, always like my first like priority, like in my mind and my body is, is my, my faith. And as, as far as that goes, I always feel like if I ever feel a certain way or if I, you know, that gut feeling you get when something just doesn't feel right. Um, my first, angels. Yeah, exactly. I, I always resort to prayer, whether it's like verbal out loud or just internal. Um, I do think it's a really important part of, of life um, in general. Any kind of line of work, I feel like we need that. Um, I know everyone has, you know, different beliefs and things like that, but that's kind of my, my layer of protection that – um, gives me comfort with, with almost everything I do. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll just find myself driving down the road some days and I'm talking to, I don't know, Michael or Gabriel or Zadkiel or somebody. It's like, they're, they're like my best friends sometimes. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad we have that, that internal dialogue and, and that, that positive kind of voice letting us know because we definitely need it. <laughs> yes, we do. Because like you say, we are all imperfect and we don't get it right most of the time. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So let's get to the current project. Drum roll. What can we expect now from Project Fear? What so, do you want us to know? Sure. So Project Fear is like totally, it's our to- our new chapter. Um it's very exciting. We're really excited, but there's obviously things that are going to be a little different um, compared to watching it on TV. Um, TV had restrictions, um, one, just with time. We could only put so much footage into an episode. And so we are trying to provide the most amount of content per 
uh, location. So each episode will be an hour long, but it's going to be half of the location because you'll actually be seeing two hours, close to two hours of each overnight instead of before. I believe it was like 20 something, 20 to 30 minutes because it wasn't the full episodes. Like, so you only got a tiny bit of that location. Um, So it will be as of right now, things could change since we're so this is so new to us, but um, as long as we have content, it will be once a week, so one hour a week. So we we flirted with the idea of potentially having um, two hours released every other week, but I just think we kind of agreed and we talked to people who are in the YouTube world and it's just better to provide content on a weekly basis. Um, just to keep things moving. If we gave two hours one week and then off another week and then two hours, it just seems like it'd get really choppy. And um, so one hour. So you'll basically get the first half of the, the night and then the second half of the night the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, things to think about is like this is an in-house production. So editing does take a lot of time. So oh, editing yes. two episodes for one location takes double the amount of time as one location did before. So it's kind of a balance between being able to create and um, edit and film and see kind of how that works. Um, But it's going to be awesome. Um, Like we've always said, there's no restrictions. We can go where we want to go and use the equipment we want to use. And so it's it's definitely a exciting new chapter for us, but it will be fun. Of course, Dakota, he started on the production side of it. Yes. You know, back, back, not that long ago, but back a while ago. So I'm sure he's involved with the editing. Um, are the rest of you, or do you just sort of give it to him to take the lead? How does that work? Great question. Kind of like how, how the machine works, right? <laughs> so Dakota, right. he is um, the editor. He gets the locations organized as far as like his. We all still get to have like our one episode that we get to choose. Um, but he is the one overseeing everything. He is an editor. Um, we also have Connor who people didn't really get to know Connor before this, but now he's becoming a face of Project Fear. Um, so Connor Spines is our, um, our, one of our lead editors as well. He has been doing this though, the whole time, even through Destination Fear. Um, he's so great at what he does. And, um, I know Alex knows some editing too, and I don't know if Tanner does uh, much editing, but they all kind of, we all have our own little jobs within because we don't have people doing stuff for us anymore. (laughs) So we're all kind of taking on big roles within our little project fear company just because we have to. It's like, we didn't really have an option. We're like, all right, let's do this thing. And we all just divided and conquered. And it's rolling along like crazy because now you're going to drop that first episode here. Yes. So because this is exclusive and this is going to drop right before it, I want to end with, especially because I've got you solo, (laughs) let's go through everybody that's involved (laughs) and you give me your assessment of what to look for with them now in Project Fear. So let's start with Alex. Okay, Alex. That's a funny one to start with. So Alex and I, I don't know why or how this started. I can't remember, but 
Alex and I kind of had a little bit of like, like, I wouldn't say beef, but like we were like kind of after each other a little bit this first round of episodes. And it kind of just like, I don't know, like we kind of got a little sassy with each other. And I don't, I don't even remember how it started. Um, but being on the road, it's like one little spark can turn into turn into a lot. So I think that um, Alex and I definitely were kind of going back and forth this this first road trip, um, which was kind of it makes for good content. But um, I'm glad we have figured it out as friends. <laughs> but he, um, yeah, he, man, he definitely threw me for a loop just to say the least. Um, let's just say that I, at some point, had to do my own solo at a location by myself, like the whole location to myself. Oh! <laughs> right? Oh, so definitely watch for that, everybody. Definitely watch for that. I did not even think that was an option on the table when we started doing this. So um, Alex definitely threw me uh, a big challenge, to say the least. Um, Tanner, he, um, I would say that just Tanner is pretty predictable as far as that goes. He is loud. He is intense. And, you know, he has some pretty exciting things that have happened to him during this road trip, too. Um He's honestly just super entertaining to watch. Such a funny guy. <laughs> um, Dakota, still a chicken. <laughs> but so am I. Um, he, yeah, I think everyone just has like some really exciting moments and thrilling moments during this um, road trip. So, and he picked some good locations. So our first round of road trips is called Return to Terror. Meaning we've been okay. there before. Um, mm -hmm. The second road trip uh, has some sprinkled in where we've been there before and then um, locations that we haven't. So a little bit of a mix, but it's exciting. Yes. And it's going to start. Chelsea, I cannot thank you enough <laughs> for coming on Survivor Angels with me. This of has course. been so great. Thank and so you for everybody who's on. Yes, everybody who's watching and listening, just remember Project Fear. YouTube drops June 23rd here. Don't miss it. Episode every week. Yes. I'm excited. <laughs> I am so excited. Probably some moments throughout the year of like a little hiatus or we're not. But um, in general, if we have content, it's going to be weekly. Uh, but there'll be parts of the year where we're like taking a break. Uh, but it'll, it'll be a lot more fluid than than previously when we had to wait like a whole year and we didn't even know if we'd have content. <laughs> so way more content coming your way. Awesome. So there it is, everybody. Project Fear. Make sure you tune in. Thanks again for joining Chaplain Jody on Survivor Angels. For more information, go to chaplainjody.me. That's chaplainjody.me. And on Facebook, at Survivor Angels Chaplain Jody. Sound effects for the show created by Andre Opate and provided by Pixbay. This is Dave Schrader. Until next time, sending you off to activate your angels.